Hey, this is Jordan here. I just wanted to say that this is episode number two. Uh, in the episode, we actually said it's number one. Originally, this was planned to be episode one, but because of Batman, we decided to do things out of order. So I hope you enjoy this episode and welcome to the league. everyone welcome to the league of melanated gentlemen podcast um i'm one of your hosts uh brandon my other co-hosts jordan and Spencer. they can wave and say hi <laughs> um we're coming to you today um to kind of introduce the podcast this is our first episode um and kind of let you know how it came together who we are as people the things that we're interested in and what the pod what will what you can expect from this podcast going on. Um, so, George, you can kind of talk about how the podcast came together. Yeah, I guess we can admit this is uh, this is take two after we have some difficulties. So, hopefully everything's yeah. good this time. We'll get that out the way. Uh, but, I mean, we, me and Brandon, a while ago, we, we wanted to start a podcast. And just so we can kind of sit down and get all our thoughts out on how, our, how we feel about different subjects. And we would always talk about it, but we never actually did it. And it was just like, you know what? Let's go ahead and do it this year. Let's make everything good. Um, so we knew we had to bring on someone else. Um, like I said before, there's, there's no other person that we could think of in the voice of God himself. You know, we had to bring on another another one. We got Spencer in here. Yes, sir. Um, and luckily, you know, Spencer was, you know, happy enough to join us and you know, take this journey with us. And I mean, he's He's one of us. He's a, he's a nerd just like us. Um, so sure. I'm very happy to be doing this, and can't wait to see how many how many we episodes we get knocked out. Uh, sure. So I guess Brandon, you want you want to kind of start us off and give us give us your origin story. Yeah, mine is uh mine is pretty simple, man. Uh, as a kid, I, like many of uh, many of the audience, like I grew up on Fox Kids, WB. You know, uh, yeah. Power Rangers, that whole morning run, the Power Rangers, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, you know, all that. Um, so, mighty, mighty yeah, really, Power Rangers. Yeah, mighty Power Rangers was my first love, and then I, you know, obviously that introduced me to many other things. But that kind of was my first love, and then throughout, obviously, throughout my childhood, I fell in love with other things: Ninja Turtles, uh, Marvel, DC started to kind of understand comic book lore more as a kid. Then I fell in love with like live action shows like Disney Channel and and uh, Nickelodeon, things like that, as well as like the animated, you know, obviously Hey Arnold is obviously a go to one of my favorites. But, uh, and then as a kid, like going to high school, kind of, you know, everybody got a cool kid, you know, I aged out a little mm-hmm. bit, I was playing sports, so I wasn't trying to, you know, be associated with all that. Uh, I got to feel like we're going to hear that a lot. I feel like that was, exactly. that was definitely part of my story, too. Yeah, like I didn't get the girls at the time, so I kind of myself at the time, but then fell back in love with it after, once I got to college, and I kind of like came more with myself and kind of understand who I am, and that's just a part of who I am. So I understood that that's, I'm also, you know, athlete sports, that's cool. And all. like I originated as a nerd and loving all things uh, as a part of the fandom. So 
yeah, fell in love with it again, college and everything. So uh, it's been I fun think, to this point to be able to go into it. I think college is definitely where kind of a lot of people found themselves. So like I said, everybody in high school, they were just trying to be cool. Um, yeah. Because I know for me, I, it was the same way. Like nobody, nobody knew I was into the things I was into. But once I got yeah. in college, I started hanging around different people and it kind of exposed. Like I feel like, man, these people have been – Authentic to themselves. I'm like, dang, well, I can't be like this. Then right. I, I definitely right. start opening up more in college. Right. Yeah, uh, my experience right. was just a scotch different, which is funny because um, I went to a predominantly black school, and yeah. the the things I was into, uh, for the most part, were not considered cool things. But right. um, I mean, I always had somebody. Uh, that I could, you know, talk to about all of that. Now, I when I was in school, I was known as a smart kid. So it was perfectly fine for me to be into all of that. Yeah. Um, and then I also, I played the cello. So, like, if people no, he's, needed he's, help, he's real nerd. If, <laughs> if people needed help with homework or they needed a paper written, that's when they would come see me. Um, as far as people that I didn't, like, deal with. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I I didn't have those struggles. I also decided, like, athletics, not for me. Um, yeah. Now, there were some people that were, like, pissed about it because um, I have bigger hands than the average human. And, you know, being tall and black at a predominantly black school, they're like, clearly you play basketball. Nope. Yeah. Sorry. I, I feel like, I do feel like um, sports, it in school it makes you feel like kind of cool so like you said you didn't play sports but like me and brandon did so i feel like i know for me like i went to predominantly black school too it may be it may want to be like oh man i can't do that nerd stuff like nah man i'm a, I'm a sports guy i can't do that well yeah and i will say yeah generally speaking like the sports dudes are the ones who do very well um in high school usually yeah and um you know, very well in certain areas, very well socially. Um, and, you know, they tend to attract attention from uh, the people that they want it from. And yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, there are a lot of times when, like, if you brought up any of that, all of the other athletes are going to just roast you. And oh, you yeah. can't be the guy getting roasted. Like, yeah, no, for real. it's yeah. not, yeah. nah. Like you, because in most friend groups, uh, or especially large friend groups, there's a target. Like there's somebody who takes the brunt of getting clowned on. The joke. Yeah, usually yeah. if you you can't you can't be dude, that guy. Or you the, the two black dude, or you the fat dude. Yeah, you get the target. And so you you can't give them a reason to make you the target. Yeah, um, and I yeah I feel like. Is it like, especially like for me, I didn't go to like I went to a white school, white school, so it was a little different. But I kind of I understand like, you know, I was playing basketball, and I'm like, you know, I'm into all these different things. You know, I'm I'm at home when I get home. Oh shit, you know, it's all better off. I'm at, I'm watching all kind of shit. But yeah. yeah, once I leave the house, I don't really mention that stuff again or bring it up because I'm like, man, you know. You're gonna clown me if I'm <laughs> I'm talking about Disney Channel or you know Power Rangers. Like, bro, bro, you still into Power Rangers? Like, bro, what's 
I will say I look, you know. uh, one good thing um, is that be it hood kids, athletes, uh, stoner kids, um, you know, everybody, at least that I recall, was able to get behind Dragon Ball Z. Uh, yeah. Or I was oh, able to yeah. find somebody. I was able to find somebody <laughs> in every category who liked Dragon Ball Z. So that, that if I if I bring that up, yeah, yeah like nobody, um, the girls didn't like Dragon Ball Z, generally speaking, yeah. at that age. But like any dude, oh yeah, we can definitely talk yeah. about Dragon Ball Z. No, like like I knew dudes from the hood. Dragon Ball Z, Goku, that's my dude. Like yeah, nerds. Dragon Ball Z, we love Dragon Ball Z. Like like I said, everybody's Dragon Ball Z at the time. Yeah, like uh, Dragon Ball Z brought anime to a lot of people. I mean, even back then, like we didn't even know that was even considered anime at the time. We I just thought it was a cartoon. And it's crazy just to think about we was watching it in the nineties, and then it came out in the eighties, which is which is crazy. It was just it was in Japan first, you no know, no English. We just started watching uh, rewinds. But uh, yep. Brent, I was gonna ask you. What's what's kind of one of your earliest memories when it comes to Power Rangers? Because I know, like I said, you're a big Power Rangers guy. Because I know for me, that movie was like, well, first the show, but the movie was like the biggest thing that I remember impacting me. And I thought that movie was so cool. So what's one of the earliest memories you have of Power Rangers? Uh, my, probably my first Power Rangers. I mean, most, I mean, it's a generic answer. Most people are going to say Tommy, you know, showing up mm-hmm. as a green that was dope. My favorite, honestly, memory was just figuring out that the Black Ranger was a Black dude. Like, that was a game changer to me. Now, they did have him doing some controversial shit, you know what I'm saying? He's a different job. <laughs> but, but overall, like, just to have a Black Ranger and him getting a lot of, like, focus episodes is dope. But I would say for the most part, you know, obviously Tommy being the Green Ranger, that was, that was really dope. That was probably my first, like, monumental memory of Power Rangers. I was gonna say I remember I remember the movie like that was that was the bigger thing to me than the show was because I had had the Ivan Ooze toy. Yeah. Um I had I had uh, one of the birds, can't remember the bird's name, but yeah the Ooze e- person Yeah I had, I had one of those toys. I just remember it off out there their little ninja outfits was pretty cool. Bro when they that was around season three when they changed into, they met Ninja and they did this, the, the Ninja outfits took it to a different level. That's when like they budget, uh, Saban's budget went up and all that. So yeah, you definitely right around the movie time is when they definitely start spending bread. Cause that was kind of after it kind of become a big success. So they really, yeah. but yeah, you're right. Like the Eagle with the little missiles at the, on the end of it. I had, I had that toy too. Mm-hmm. Did, did you ever watch a primary special? No. Um, and I don't have a reason. I don't. I, I don't know because Power Rangers is something that I know I would have been into, but I just wasn't. Oh man, yeah, you missed out then. That was, that was some good stuff back then, man. That was... That's 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 what I hear is um yeah. you know I just uh that's one of the things on which I missed out. But I mean, we all have something that we weren't able to catch because there was too much going on. Sure. Yeah, so I. I know that, um, like, I was mostly probably, like, Nickelodeon was number one for me. And then yeah. uh, Cartoon Network was a very close second. 
um, mm-hmm. in the Disney Channel. But I don't think I got into Fox until because um, I remember watching Pokemon, mm-hmm. but or on W. I think Pokemon was on WB. WB, yeah. Um, I, I don't remember really getting into like WB and Fox until Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, because with Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah, I'd wake up at seven a.m. because I yeah. gotta see what this new episode is talking about. I gotta see what Merrick is about to do. Right. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess, well and, while we're here, Spencer, why don't you go ahead and give us your origin where, where you started at? I mean, we already down memory lane. Um, I think that um, you know, I always loved cartoons and things but uh as far as comic books for me uh it started with bruce me and bruce go back to year of our lord 1992 uh with <laughs> batman the animated series um uh, because yeah that was that was the one for me a ghost um, and then you know yeah batman the animated series led into um a bunch of other excellent dc animation which is something that dc does very well is animation uh- and uh, that has been that. the case for a while. <laughs> I give you that. Uh, I give you that. So yeah, my my love of comic books definitely started with uh, Batman the Animated Series, and then once I found out that it originated from comic books, that's kind of when I got into that. And um, I also really liked X Men. Yeah, um, there you go. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know much about Marvel outside of X Men for a while. Um, mm-hmm. And then again, once I found out that they were also based in comic books, then that's when I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I started learning about other folks. Um, so, um, the X Men show from the '90s and then X Men Evolution. Um, oh yeah, definitely Batman Evolution. Yeah, and then yeah, um, I can tell you, X Men in the '90s, it was on fire. Like just looking oh, back yeah. now, seeing how hot it was, like. Even the comics like Chris Claremont, he, they were making some big things back then. And for the show to pick up all that stuff, that was, it was amazing. Yeah. And um, even, even as a child, I was kind of able to relate to the whole like X-Men being treated really shitty for being different. Like I didn't yeah. deal with a lot of that myself, but like I knew about it. Right. And so... It definitely uh, it made a lot of sense to me. X Men did, yeah. Um, because, yeah, I, I I just I felt like I understood it, um, and I probably didn't need to at a young age, but uh, I did. But um, yeah, uh, as far as like getting into anime, Dragon Ball Z spearheaded that one hundred percent. Yeah, um, and then. Uh, I always loved wrestling. Um, I was far too young to be watching the Attitude Era during the Attitude Era, but it was so good. Um, what's, what's considered? What's the Attitude Era? Again? The Attitude Era is the late '90s of WWE, and they were wild. They were like there was a lot of shit that they shouldn't have put on TV that they definitely put on TV. I remember the reason that I know what hoes are <laughs> is because of WWE. Like the Godfather would come out with the hoe train. And oh, I forgot about that. This was, yeah, like Dang. I shouldn't have been watching that, but it was so good. Same. Same. 
Like yeah, it was, that's, that's, yeah. Thinking back now, I didn't even, I, I didn't even realize that he, it was, he called it the whole train too, and I, uh, I didn't even think about it. It was calling each other. It was calling uh, Stephanie McMahon a slut. Like they was, yeah, they were calling. <laughs> I, I learned the word bimbo. I learned the word harlot. Like yeah. they were coming <laughs> after Stephanie. Oh, it was so good. And yeah, they say whatever. Yeah, yes. they were they were letting it fly. Um, that was uh, there were some. Um, like there were there were, and then they would have like kiss my ass matches. So like whoever lost would have to that. kiss the ass of the yeah. And I was like, oh, they're showing bare butt cheeks. Yeah, who, that's probably not okay. <laughs> who was the wrestler? Didn't somebody have kiss my ass? I'm not, then Stone Cold had it right. Wait, what? Had, well, on his, on his pants. So I thought somebody did. Well, what I remember was The Rock was in the ring and. Uh, he pulled his pants down and like, because Vince McMahon was the one who had to do it. Um, so The Rock did it. He pulled his pants down, and then they brought Trish Stratus out, and uh, he was like crawling on his knees to dig his head in there. And oh, The Rock was like, "Oh wait, no, hold on." And then they brought Rikishi out. Uh, oh, don't even get me going, Rikishi. Oh, I remember him. Yeah, that, so, was, yeah, that, that was, was real stuff right there. Interesting. Yeah, like that. What Rikishi was doing to people, you can't fake that. No, that's, like that's you, had to, you had to. You had to take that on the chin. That was <laughs> a dude too, and he been sweating like, oh, oh my goodness. I'm looking at images now, and that was mm, that's a whole lot of ass. That's all I can say. But yes, um, and like, that was the point. <laughs> I know, right? So you said, did you? Uh, so Nickelodeon was your number one, right? Yes. Um, yeah, Nickelodeon was definitely my number one. Uh, it's where I spent probably most of my time. Uh, I remember the good and the bad. So, uh, Hey Arnold, Doug, um, the Rugrats. Yeah. But I also remember like Pelswick, which was oh, remember, trash. Oh, remember that one. Yeah. They tried to do a story... Because uh, Pelswick was in a wheelchair, and so they tried to do like a story about a kid with a disability, and it just didn't go yeah. well. Um, yeah, it was it was very understand. poorly executed. Um, but yeah, um, Kablam was I good. Remember, I, I remember Kablam. I do remember that. Um, and even some of, some of the newer stuff, like I reference SpongeBob regularly. Um, and I wouldn't necessarily. I don't know if I could call SpongeBob newer because SpongeBob is from '99, but like those yeah, first okay, few remember. seasons of SpongeBob were really good. Um, yeah, fairly yeah, everybody parents. I knew, everybody I knew watched that. Yeah, fairly high parents too. Yeah, I watched that for a while. Yeah, and uh, I liked uh, Chalk Zone was good. Um, Chalk Zone had a song at the end of every episode, and some of them songs were fire. I, I did watch Chalk Zone too. Yeah, so some of those songs were like, "Oh, okay." Uh, and actually, if you think about, that's a pretty good concept. Chalk Zone, like this kid can draw on anything or black, uh, you know, on a blackboard, and he can go into that actual place and then you know draw whatever he needed to. Yeah, it's very it was, creative. You gotta be, you gotta be a creative kid to think think out of that. And then, uh, Danny Phantom, I felt Ooh. like was uh, pretty creative. Ooh. And then Avatar. Oh, Avatar, the last Avatar is a masterpiece. It's so good. Anyone who has not watched it 
should stop what they're doing and watch it. It is incredible. Oh, they, I agree. What they and and Legend of Korra, it didn't hit quite like Last Airbender did, and that's okay. Yeah, because I, uh, I, I didn't see a lot of Korra, but I definitely watched a lot of Aang. Yeah, like I, uh, my bride had not seen it, and I was like, "All right, we're watching it." And even though it is on Netflix, I own the Blu-rays of the entire three books. I mean, I mean, if they I mean, decide I mean, to remove it, yeah, if they if they remove it, I still got it. That's what I, ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I got I got the uh, X Men DVDs just in case Disney Plus ever decide to take them nineties X Men off. Hit up the DVDs that I got. Watch all five seasons. Speaking of Nickelodeon and X Men, Nickelodeon created a show called Wolverine and the X Men, and I'm kind of pissed that it didn't last longer because it was a really good interpretation. Like it was a good X Men interpretation, and I don't understand why it was canceled so soon. Uh, Do you do you remember watching that, or do you remember it being? So I remember watching. Did you did you watch it, Brandon? I, it's ringing a bell. I feel like I did watch it, that X-Men. I've seen every X-Men show, so I'm pretty sure I've seen it. I feel like I watched a little bit of it, and so you have to forgive me, because I, I, I get this and the comic book of the same name kind of confused, because in the comics uh, Wolverine was, they gave him more of a teacher role. I can't remember if they did that in the show, but I just think I don't know if the stories was as good as Evolution and of course the 90s X-Men. And I feel like they probably end up canceling it for some ratings or something. But I, I, I don't remember watching a lot of episodes of it. I feel like enough people didn't know about it, and that's why it wasn't getting what it needed. Um, yeah, it, came, it came out in 2009, too, so I was definitely older at that point, um, and I wasn't checking and it that's out. Like a lot, yeah, like a lot of people our age were like not tuning into Nickelodeon as often by that time. Because um, that yeah. was like the iCarly era, which yeah, yeah I, I loved iCarly. Uh, like most of um, most of the shows that spawned out of all that were good, um, because Keenan and Kale came out of all that. Um, the Amanda Show yeah. came out of all that, which created Drake and Josh, which created um, iCarly. Um, Victorious was good. I didn't. I didn't see that one either. Victorious. And again, like Victorious was really good, but I understand it being after your time, right? Yeah. So for for people that are our age that missed it, I get it. But you know, it if you have some kids and they they get older, you might want to let them tune into that Uh, because it was it was funny. It was and. It's an early Ariana Grande. It is. And <laughs> so one of the characters named Andre, he actually writes, he wrote all the music for the entire show. Right. And he actually writes for Ariana Grande. He's like a Grammy award winning songwriter now. But like the music in the show is what got me because I, I aged out. I, I didn't catch it, but then I heard about it and I heard some of the songs. I was like, oh, okay. I like, I like shows that have some songs in it. And I especially like, live action uh show so i went back to it and i was like yo this is fire like this is really good and yeah ariana grande is really good at it and 
like uh, shoot, even um, I have a soundtrack for my daughter, and I threw a couple of them on there, and she she loved them. So yeah, yeah, like uh, they they could rival any like Disney Channel music. Oh yeah, for sure. Might even be better. Hmm. But yeah, it's definitely that same flavor of music. Um, but yeah. Um, I yeah same thing um yeah the music in that show was fire um there were a couple of shows that like did a little bit of music that like wasn't spectacular but uh yeah Andre being in charge of that yeah it was a good move yeah so what show did Ariana Grande come from Victorious oh uh, yeah I had no idea about that yeah she used to be on Broadway Uh, uh, victorious and then she did Sam and Cat which uh, wasn't great but then she then you know started her solo career um, and Sam and Cat wasn't great because Sam uh, Jeanette McCurdy was going through some things like, yeah I don't there were, she, she yeah. didn't want to be an actress and right. it was yeah like there was there was some mess there and I heard she was mad because they weren't paying her as much as Ariana Grande which is like come on didn't she play on? She played on something else too, right? I just, I looked them up, and didn't she play on something else? She was, uh, it was like a ah, okay, kind of like a put together, put them two together. Yeah, very like it was a spinoff of the two shows that were popular at the time with two of the most popular side characters. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was that was the whole like thing was just making money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it had a big. Uh, so Spencer, you you never really had to hide your nerdum, did you? You said I never what? You never had to hide like the fact that you were a nerd or anything. No. Man, uh, I, I, I just uh, <laughs> yeah, I just I just let that fly. Um, there was one one point where I did hide some of the things that I liked because I had this like I don't know what it was it was this weird thing about needing to be different or like needing to not be the same as everybody else so anytime everybody else liked something I would do my best to like something that wasn't that yeah so like there was a time when you know I realized oh uh, Batman is a lot of people's favorite. So I was like, all right, well, he can't be my favorite now because <laughs> everybody else likes him. Yeah. So I went through I went through that. And then uh, I eventually got to a point where I was like, um, me liking something and everybody else liking something are not related. And I don't need to base what I like on what everybody else likes. If me and the bandwagon like the same things, that's just how it's going to have to be. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's okay. Yeah, right. so I eventually came to that in high school, and because um, in middle school, yeah, I was like, I I will not be like everybody else. Uh, there was one point I refused to wear solid colored socks, um, <laughs> because uh, you know everybody so wore everybody wore white Nike socks or black Nike socks. So I was like, Argyle, let's go. <laughs> That was literally the only options back then. You either wore a white Nike socks <laughs> or a black Nike socks. Yeah, and a lot of people I still got two pair of black Nike socks from high school. I still got them. Yeah, and a lot of people would wear double socks. Oh yeah, oh and, yeah. And I was like, yeah. that I I was like, okay, that's a trend that I don't even have to worry about not doing. 
because <laughs> I wear shoes that are the right size. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody I know who did the double. I, I definitely did double socks. Uh, That's what the cool I kids did. Yeah, and everybody who played sports, I knew they did it too. And it's funny. I think about that now. Uh, I used to wear like uh, jeans with my basketball shorts underneath them, and I just think, bro, that had to be so much laundry for my mom. I'm just like, there ain't no way I'll be doing that now. Let my daughter come over with some double socks. You better take some socks off. You ain't the one doing your laundry. See, and I was doing my own laundry by the time I was ten, so oh, I I didn't I didn't have that issue. Like I did what I wanted, and. You know, that was back when I was rocking South Pole everything. Hey, <laughs> hey, I was rocking South Pole too. Until South high Pole school. forever. High school. And then, I don't know, I got to high school and people start trying to say something. I'm like, yeah, mom, I can't get uh, to pennies no more. And, I, I, and people thought I was sponsored by Echo. Like the amount of Echo. <laughs> <laughs> it was my mom village and just go to go to go to town on some echo that's exactly yeah my mom would just go to jc penny and whatever south pole they got in my size get it yeah yeah <laughs> did y'all ever wear uh those famous that famous brown uh they had like the f on that was it famous family just called famous the only f i wore was fubu yeah that was that was when we was real young fubu yeah i remember that I had a FUBU jersey. Yeah, FUBU, Sean John. I loved Sean John. I liked Sean John because it was my initials a lot of times. So, like, some of their stuff just had SJ, and I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) We're doing that. Yeah. Everybody thought that was was your brand, huh? Oh, yeah. It's funny. funny. Uh, You get that shirt custom made? Yes. Dude, I used to I used to tell people that uh, Kel from Ken and Kel, I used mm. to tell everybody that was my cousin because he got the same last name as me. Why? <laughs> I didn't have people believe that was my cousin. I was like, yeah, man, that's, that's my cousin. Like Kel, yeah, we talk all the time. Like we got the same last name. But yeah, I used to tell people that. That's hilarious. Um, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll talk about how I got into it. Um, yeah. I know for, for me, uh, being young, I remember in elementary, uh, one of my teachers kind of had like a, some comic books where you can just pick up and take home wherever you want to do. And I actually remember picking up like an Aquaman comic book and just looking at the pictures is like, man, this, this is a nice picture. I don't know, my first, let my first introduction be to DC. You know? People be hating yeah. on Aquaman and I don't know why. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I understand why. It's a why. fucking problem. He's not like, no Namor, but I mean, he cool. Bro, he would destroy Namor. Aquaman oh would God. take Namor's lunch money, first yeah. of all. No. First no. of all. Second, there are very few people that could handily deal with Aquaman. Like, yeah. very few. Uh, because Aquaman, I mean, is, he is able to handle a good majority of uh, that universe. Like there are so, people that can't do shit about Aquaman. Let, let's say Aquaman is you know is in a desert. What are you gonna do? Why would he be in the desert? The man is nice anywhere, bro. Like, have you? This is the reason why you need to read DC comics. No, man. He giving people hands. Oh, just no. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm thinking about Aquaman with his little orange suit on and his blonde hair and bro, he's I not a fish. 
he's not a fish. He doesn't die when he leaves. He's part human. You understand and, that? He and if you on land. If you don't want to read, then I can recommend some animated movies that will let you know what well, I'm working with. That doesn't count. And they, they always do animated movies. Good. They can literally put a dog on an animated movie from these. No, no. There, there are some. No. And the reason I say no to that is because if you watch Martian Manhunter in the Justice League cartoon, he oh, he be getting <laughs> bitched all the yeah, time. He'd be we know. We know for sure. Martian Manhunter would fuck people up. We know yeah, that. Uh, it's the same. That. It's the same with Storm in the X Men cartoon. I oh. remember. Oh, like Storm was all being gray. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was like, "Why are y'all doing this to Storm? Storm could end this." Yeah, she'd be like, "I'm in a dark room." Oh, <laughs> yeah. A mega level man. You over here just getting mollywops. And so that's why I would say that there there are some movies I can recommend that will let you know Aquaman is not to be fucked with. And I mean, he's no Namor, but I mean, I guess you're right. He's he's no Namor. He's better. Yeah, Namor. Let's just say Aquaman can give Superman props. Like literally problems, and the, the Trident can penetrate Superman's skin. Namor wouldn't last two seconds against uh, Superman in any environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you forget Namor can fly. Also, so what Aquaman gonna do when Namor starts, you know, flying around giving these hands? He's just gonna pick them up and drop them. He's not gonna not need to. water. He's gonna throw that Trident, and, and it's a wrap. I think Namor has a Trident too. Namor would be stronger in the water, and so Namor would want to be in the water, but Aquaman would fuck him up, whether in the water or not. (laughs) Exactly. Wherever he wants these hands, it's a wrap for you, boy. They're going to have to set up that boxing match. I got to see this. Uh, We're going to see. But, like I said, I remember remember having Aquaman comics. And I will oh, say, an, another thing about that is, there are so many different comic book versions of people, so I'm yeah. sure there's a version of Namor that could hang with Aquaman, but, like, generally speaking, absolutely not. I mean, Namor has a better costume, though. He looks cooler. Oh, sure. Go ahead. That depends on who's drawn. I mean, the only Aquaman I remember, like I said, is he got on the orange shirt and the green slippers. And he got some blonde hair. Well, they made Aquaman cool in the Justice League. He was shirtless and had a hook hand. I Uh, hate Yeah. (laughs) I mean, bro dude Aquaman usually isn't great, honestly. But, um, yeah, yeah, they've... Aquaman has been through some some tragic times, and I have no issue admitting that. Um, But... Yeah, people be hating on Aquaman, and there is no reason for it because he could ruin a lot of people's day. Probably the things in the water, but anyway, I also like I said, I remember uh, having a comic and taking home just looking at the pictures, like being amazed. And uh, there was a library around the corner from my house, and I remember going there, um, and they had a X Men encyclopedia. So this was like. Before I was aware of what the X, the, you know, X Men comics, comic, school of comics, yeah, and the show was, 
But I remember finding that encyclopedia and like just looking at all these characters and like, man, this this looks amazing. And then I found out about the cartoon and that's just like completely changed my life. Um, once once I kind of got into that, then it started opening up my eyes more into like you know, Dragon Ball Z, uh, and Pokemon, and Yu-Gi-Oh, and Digimon. Like uh, being in middle school, you know, I was into that stuff. But I think like once eighth grade hit, I think it was one of the things kind of like Brad was talking about. Like it wasn't cool, so I would like hide it. And so like I said, at school I'm cool. Like hey, you I don't mess with none of that. Like y'all over there doing that, y'all some nerds. And in the back of my head, like. Dang man, I don't, know, I don't know everything you talk about right now. Like that blue eyes white dragon, bro. That's you gotta sacrifice two monsters to get that on the field. Like I'm knowing everything they talking about. As soon as I, as soon as I get home, I'm, I'm right into it. And Let I feel me, like oh, there's one thing that um did either of you know how to play Pokemon? No, 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 not okay. Because I definitely, I definitely had Pokemon cards. Yeah, and oh. I definitely like had matches with people at school, but I did not know the rules, and so we just made up what we did. Like I have no idea how to actually play Pokemon at all. Um, but you know, yeah, I learned to play Pokemon in college, uh, 2013. I remember so my roommates were into it, and that was the first time I learned how to play. So I mean, I'll you know. 19, 20 years old when I first went out, I actually had a playbook. I know clue. Like Yu-Gi-Oh, though. Yeah, to yeah, this day, so. I don't know how to. I don't know how to do that. But yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh, I knew the rules, and I was I was good with Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, so yeah, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh made sense to me. Like, yeah, it was, was like, easy to understand. When I when I would see people play, I'm just like. Hey, man, and some nerds, but I know like and do. watching the show, like watching Yu-Gi-Oh taught you how to play, like because they actually played the game in the show. Right. So, right. like Yu-Gi-Oh even was though, a pretty. I say, even though those rules were a little, they're a little fuzzy on some of the rules. If you if you look back at it now, it's like that's not no, that's... hard work on the game. That's true, um, but I mean, some of the game card like because in duelist of the roses anyway like a lot of those cards were changed for that game uh because yeah. the way that duels occur was very different than a standard or classic Yu-Gi-Oh duel so yeah that made sense but the show and like the actual cards for the most part were pretty similar i just remember anytime Yugi got Karibo on the field. You know, he's about to hit some fox somebody with that fire. That little 300-point monster is like, why he got this on the field? Somehow he always pulled it off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mul uh, multiply. He, he pulled out Karibo and then oh, pulled yeah. out Multiply. That's what it was. And be like, they'd kill Karibo and be like, here I am again. <laughs> yeah. So so I think and then once I got to high school, like, like I said, I, w I was definitely hiding. Like, my boys found out. They make it fun of me, so I'm hot in this no matter what. And I feel like I didn't really get comfortable with everything until I got to college. Like college, like I said earlier, like I started, you know, exploring who I really was. And like, if they don't like who they don't, if they don't like me for what I like, like forget them. Like they must not really mean anything. And so, like, I bought my first comic book in college, um, and then that's where I kind of started doing all my collecting in. Also, I've, I've always been like a huge collector, so like collecting Pokemon cards, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. 
I've always had like the collector mentality in me, uh, like, even to this day. Um, so I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you could just see everything else around me too, I'm a, a whole comic book collection and all that. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I've always had that collector mentality. But to say that, like, I don't know why we in a black community like judge other people so hard for liking nerdy stuff. Like now, I feel like it's starting to. It's way more accepted now. Than it was back then. Yeah. But it's just like, why do, well, why do we judge each other more about? I think that um, a lot of it has to do with the need for a direct opposition to anything white. Yeah. So there were a lot of people um, in the black community that, for some strange reason, um, attributed like enjoying school and liking books and you know trying to be um i mean for lack of a better word trying to be smart there were a lot of people that looked at that as a negative and made fun of people who were trying to do that um which was because, i mean that was that was me i can't tell you how many times um i had to deal with being criticized for the way i speak because i've been talking like this since i could talk right. and it was a problem for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it really used to bother me um, whenever people would be like, you know, you talk, act, or sound white. white. Or yeah. it's like, and I was like, what, what does white sound like? Right. And no one yeah. was able to really effectively answer that question because there's not an answer to it. Right. And that that was definitely me. I don't was that was, you, was that you, Brandon? Because I, I mean, now I'm a jokester. Like that Brandon was, went to white school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh, for me, like I've always talked pretty, you know, properly for the most part. And like, you know, like you know, I'd be out, I'd be at my grandma's house, and my uncle, I'd say something, and my uncles would be like, duh, duh, duh. like you know, they repeat whatever I said to make fun of me or whatever. I'd be like, whatever, dog. like you know, but yeah, yeah. I definitely got that shit and it it definitely um bothered me but i i agree with you though like for some reason or another like black people couldn't especially at that age during that time you couldn't be like three-dimensional you had to be like a role you had to be okay the sports guy or the yeah. whatever but you couldn't be the sports guy who likes like you you, know. you had to you had to fit into a box that black people had already claimed as exactly. acceptable exactly yeah. and if you overlapped over of those that wasn't they weren't comfortable with that so they were like uh then I, I don't seem right you know yeah and yeah. Uh, and I, I would say well I think the reason because that was definitely me like I would make fun like if you sounded like now I mean, of course I, I don't care now but back then it's like like bro you sound white like bro what you doing and that's just because the way I, I grew up like I went to all black school but I also grew up I also grew up in the hood so like I didn't really to be honest with you I didn't really talk to white people until I went to college Right. Before that, I only went to all black schools all the time. I had one white friend yeah, for like my entire first 18 years. And I I dealt with um I dealt with a pretty good mix of people because I started in private school, uh, which mm -hmm. was not great. Um and I didn't realize it wasn't great until I went to like a public arts school and then I was like, Oh, this is where I should have been this whole time. This yeah. is great. Um, so up until fifth grade, I only heard it from like family that I didn't see very often. 
Mm-hmm. And then once I got to sixth grade is when I went to a predominantly black school. And whenever I started there, it was a school you had to take a test to get in. And then we had a change of principal and that was dropped. So they just started letting kids in. And because of where the school was located, uh, we got a lot of hood kids, which wasn't necessarily <laughs> a problem. But that's when I started finding out that uh, my blackness was different than theirs. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but somehow, um, I mean, but luckily, it was never a problem for me. Like, I think that my parents uh, did a pretty good job of instilling in me, like, being myself and not being worried about other people. Um, because yeah. there were people who attempted to bully me and it never worked. Yeah. Like, it's not working. You can stop. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was um i mean and there were you know still times that i was made fun of for how i talked but like i wasn't super bothered by it um because there was one time somebody uh came at me with that and uh my response to let them know like you don't want these problems because like nigga aren't you ineligible <laughs> so, bro, we should have done here, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's a thing, man. I like, I would always look up to like people like if I was to see a Spencer in high school, like we were both in school, I would look up to a person like that because I, you know, they were just like being themselves fully, like fully, you know. And I would always like look at people like because I, I honestly I didn't have the best grades because I didn't give my you know I didn't put the full effort in because it wasn't cool like, again it was just some Dang. bullshit facade that like oh you you staying after class to you know you talking to the teacher oh you 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 know what I mean like you would get shit yeah. for it. for some reason or another that actually mattered to me for some reason or another but like yeah I wish I was in like you know, comic book clubs or whatever clubs, you know, there were in school or I was more active in theater or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I about and that's the thing, like, it's, growing up is trash a lot of times because right. yeah. there, and I mean, I guess it's good that, because I've, I know a lot of people that were like, I would absolutely hate to go back to high school because because my experience was terrible and I had a great experience in high school. Like yeah. I, yeah, I enjoyed high school. Uh, enjoyed Me too. But I was able to enjoy it as myself. Right. And that definitely helped. Now I will say, um, I may have overcompensated a smidgen because, <laughs> you know, whenever people, th- there was a point when in middle school, when I was very nice And I would let a lot of stuff go and let people kind of have their way. And then I got to eighth grade and I was pretty much like, fuck that. So I overcompensated a little because I was coming after people. Like (laughs) I was, by today's standards, I was probably a bully a little bit. Same. Because, uh, yeah, yeah, like there were, there were some people that, um, I would uh, like I would go out of my way to talk shit about them, um, and yeah. e- everybody could get some of the bitch pudding. Teachers, the principal, like I was letting it fly. Um, yeah. So I, like me, that's like me telling jokes now. Anybody can get in. 
Yeah. So I was, I, I, I overcompensated a little bit for like what I was around. And yeah. cause I, I honestly, again, I didn't need to come after people who weren't even talking to me. Like they were innocent. They were over there <laughs> minding their business. And, uh, I had something to say. So yeah, there were, it was, um, yeah, by today's standards, I would very much have probably been considered a bully. I mean, um, if we talk about today's standards, though, then the standards are pretty, pretty low to be considered a bully. Like, you can say anything. Well, well and... Person's a bully. Well, bullying has changed with social media. True, yeah. True. I agree. And, I, uh, I never, I never, like told lies about anybody i was never physical with anybody i would just clown people right yeah i mean i still do that now if you're my friend eventually i'm gonna end up clowning but that's just how that's just how i am like yeah that's that's how relationships yeah yeah, you know you've made it yeah (laughs) yeah like we're we're good if you're getting clowned yeah like that means that means we're we have a level of comfort yes so yeah like that's um I mean that's that's how a lot of people uh, show love oh. is um, by yeah. by clowning, and I mean it happened very honestly because I remember being clowned at home for random things, and oh, I yeah. I remember responding. <laughs> so <laughs> I said, "Yeah, it's cool." It was definitely clown and gay clowns. So yeah, that's I what mean, you do. I'm thankful that like. I've learned, I took those scars that were like, or my daughter, you know, I'm teaching her all this nerdy shit that I'm into. I'm going to be like, yo, if you like it, you know, stay with it. If, if you like it, you like it. Like, don't conform. Yeah. And, and like, like, thankfully, nowadays, it's actually cool to be a nerd, kind of like, it's actually, you know, yeah. thing to be. Yeah, because I feel like, um, like, I know that, it wouldn't be okay for my parents to have liked cartoons as adults. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but like, it's perfectly okay for me to relive all of my childhood and watch all of the things that I used to watch by myself. Like, yeah. I don't need, I don't need a kid to be here for me to watch Aladdin. Absolutely. I can watch it on my own because I enjoy it. I enjoyed it then. I enjoy it now. And I'm allowed to enjoy it now, but I feel yeah. like for a while that wasn't okay. Absolutely. Yeah. It was just different, different times and just completely changed everything. And I feel like the but next I mean, generation is going to be something different, something we might not there, be into. There, be there are a lot of things. It. There are a lot of things that are okay now that weren't that long ago. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, yeah. Like the fact that we're doing this podcast couldn't have happened uh, yeah. not that long ago. Sure. You, you know, also, I don't think we talked about when we kind of introduced ourselves. Um, one of the, uh, another reason why we, we kind of started this is like, one, we're all black, we're all nerds, but we also have kids. You guys also mentioned your kids. That's yeah. nothing that we can relate to. Like, we all have kids and we, we kind of all have the same idea. Like, we're going to introduce our kids. To all this stuff that they can be cool with and let them know like it's okay to like stuff like nerd stuff it, it's okay absolutely um so like brandon said yeah i've definitely been showing my daughter all of the uh nerd stuff i'm into every time i go to like the comic book store I try to bring a whippy or if i go to like a comic convention 
I'll bring her with me, just introducing her to this world. And speaking of that, um, I wonder if back in our day, because uh, the fact that you know we had um, you know people that had an issue with the stuff that we liked, if you were a girl and liked any of this, oh, that was a completely different animal. Yeah. So the fact that y'all have daughters um, and you're, you know, introducing them to this now, I think is a beautiful thing because I could only imagine what it's like being a girl and into like certain or specific nerd things and how that will affect your yeah. experience. And, it's, uh, and I feel like there's always that stereotype of the girl who likes this type of stuff. Oh, she's overweight and super huge. Like I feel like there's a stereotype, and I feel like now that our generation is having kids, like we can we can definitely break that stereotype, and girls can like they want to like. Yeah, because I mean, even if you look at, um, I mean, like for example, uh, YouTube gamers. Like if you look at the ratio of YouTube gamers of men and women, it's appalling even though video games are not like explicitly for men or boys yeah so and i mean the reason that happened is because whenever video games were coming out they needed to market them to somebody and they picked boys yeah yeah i mean i know several women that would love video games if they were allowed to love video games that's the sad part is like, uh, I get like, and that's kind of what I've tried to show my daughter Kim is that like, it's okay to, you know, my generation is basically saying it's okay to do those things. Like, like you said, Spencer, like, I know, like, I know a bunch of women that are like, interested that like, you know, from afar, like, oh, that's cool. That'd be interesting. But they don't do it because in their head, a woman is, you know, at that age, you're supposed to do these certain things or, you know. Yeah. And it's sad that, like, they can't just let loose. And Because I know for me, video games, shit, it's just for clearing my mind and honestly giving me a mental break, honestly. Pure enjoyment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Enjoyment at this point. So it's like, I know, I couldn't imagine being a woman in this world. I'm sure they could use all the little, you know, enjoyment or, or mind release things they could get their hands on so i'm sure it'd be great and it and like yeah. i have female youtubers that i'm following on instagram i'm trying to follow more especially black ones that uh and it's dope to see um them doing that yeah because it, it feels yeah. like the only game like the only video games women are like uh, allowed to play or that it's not like considered weird or strange is um like candy crush and like games <laughs> on games, yeah. games that are an app for, for like Mario and, Kart, yeah, like, like and, it, it doesn't require much thought to it, right? Yeah, they can't play like fighting games, Mortal Kombat, 2K, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah the Call yeah, of and, Duty. And, okay, and there's plenty of women out there to show you, like, hey, we can we can play with y'all, we can play better because there was, yeah, when I was in college, uh, uh, my um, my neighbor, mm-hmm. um, she played 2K and uh. I was going easy on her at first, and that was a mistake. <laughs> I still won, but uh, <laughs> yeah, throw that in there. I don't even given, I don't believe him. I think he lost. 
No, given given her that head start was not a good move because I was I was in there sweating. Like I was like, oh, this is not good. Uh yeah. Like I might lose. Um luckily things went in my favor. Um sound like he cheated to me. Sound like he might have she might have went to the bathroom and he, he put the sliders <laughs> up on his side. Slide to me. All right. Um, but yeah, that yeah. was that was back in 2012 2013 um that's because i oh i hate i hate 2k so much now oh yeah uh, that 2012-2013 like that was like the goat era of 2k when, like, yeah MJ- I, I, started, I started buying sports games and yeah 2k 14 was the last sports game i had uh, they just got 16 was mine i buy them every yeah, year 16 was mine brand drinking that kool-aid forever that's how it's gotta be wow my dream job is to be a GM, so I don't even play online. Like, I just buy the new game update, or I update the roster on the newest game that I have, and I play a season with the team or three, you know. I don't even play online. Like, to me, that's, you know, it's cool, but I just, I don't need that. But, yeah. Yeah. I kind of fight, in a fight with a little seven year old kid online or <laughs> something. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. One of one of these episodes, we, when we start talking about more in games, we're gonna have to talk about that Xbox 360 days and game chat and party chat and all that. Cause he used Man. to be ruthless back in the day. Yeah, so. I um, I and sometimes I'm like, how did you know? <laughs> I was so black. Yeah, like, how did you know that? Because there's nothing <laughs> indicating. Like, and that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't even have spoken to them. Like, because whenever I did game chat, I was, or I didn't do game chat. I was always in a party with the friends I was playing with. So I could never hear the other people. Um, but yeah, some of those 360 messages I got, I was like, what in the hell? <laughs> Real quick. Ryan, how did you know? Yeah, that was. Uh, Real quick, exclamation points, all caps. 360 <laughs> days was wild, man. It was it was some crazy times back then. Yeah. Just say one word, the whole the whole game chat just go in on you. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, oh, those uh, those were the good old days, though. Good old days. Good old yeah, days. I will say uh, some uh, of some of my angriest moments were in 2K. Like some of the times I was like what some people refer to as a conniption yeah <laughs> perhaps like i oh yeah like i had to stop playing it because it was stressing me out yeah like i was like i don't like who i become when i play this game online oh that's when i cuss the most is when i'm playing 2k i have said some things that i guarantee would get me canceled <laughs> in 2013 oh, yeah. i guarantee it um, and it wasn't <laughs> even recording recordings. Yeah, like oh god, it was it was so bad. I was and I, you know, there were sometimes I would know it was a child. Oh yeah, and and, I, and that's the thing. Like, and I was like, clearly, your mother is not home based on how you're talking. <laughs> so Bro, since really? you already know these words, let's go, Jordan. <laughs> Funny Jordan. Probably knows this, but I used to work at a, a center, a youth center, and uh, I was I was over it. And then we had TVs, and we had Xboxes in there, and I wouldn't want to play the kids because I was just like, I ain't trying to do that to y'all. But then they would talk shit, and so they always do. 
just to humble them, I walk in there and I'm I put in work on them. And I mean, they, <laughs> the way and these are hood kids, like this is in the hood, like this ain't yeah. you know. So they getting pissed. They calling their daddy, their mama to come. Like, yeah, it, it got ugly. But yeah, I I agree. Like, two K can bring the evil side of you out. And that's you the know, thing. We never, we, don't we never don't talk that shit about. Yeah. Brandon just said we work together, but we never we never addressed you know how we all know each other. Uh, work. We all currently work at the same job. Um, sure. And actually, before this, me and Brandon worked for the same job as well. So I knew Brandon a little bit before we both. Right. We all work together. Yeah. 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 It's a good old center days, man. Like that for those kids as well back then. It was in the hood. I know I was in the hood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I would say I think I think we've been going a good amount of time. Uh, oh yeah. Anything else? Oh, well, if there's anything else, we'll talk about it. All right, Brandon. You want, you want to send us out? I guess tell them, tell them where we can find each other. Where, you know, they can follow us at. Yeah, you guys can uh, tune in to the next episode. We'll, we'll come out pretty soon. Um, you can catch me. Uh, I'm on I'm on a bunch of different social medias, but mainly on Twitter at Worldwide Willis. Uh, Jordan, did you want to say your? Yeah, uh, like I say, I'm on Twitter as well. You can catch me at the Digital Mutant. Uh, that's D A and then Digital Mutant on Twitter. Uh, and Spencer, we'll we'll figure out some of you. I you want to let them know. I'm an old man. I don't have Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> we just he still has MySpace. He's like, find me on MySpace. My top eight friends. Let me. Th- my MySpace page was incredible. Mine was fire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my MySpace page was so good. And back then, I was yeah. writing my own music, so I had my own beats on my page. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> oh, so good. Had, had, had like the flashing, flashing uh, background going. I had the basketball. Uh, the, you know. The love the background of Kobe and MJ LeBron. See, I I was I was coding back then. Like instead of having like a top friends, I would create a collage of my top friends and then I would write a paragraph about each of them. And then if you clicked on their name, oh it would take God, you to their page. He's a real nerd. Golly, come on. That's man. what I'm saying. Like <laughs> yeah. I was I was coding in MySpace days. Maybe the politics behind the top eight, top, that was crazy. Yeah. It was a mess. It was a it really yeah. was. Is that number one spot, especially? I know that. You can yeah, get the going to get that number one. Yeah. I always kept the same. But yeah, guys, appreciate you guys listening to the, the League of Melanated Gentlemen, our first episode. Um, I appreciate yeah. you. Again, we'll be back a couple of weeks. Um, continue to talk about other things and uh, we'll talk about maybe some topics uh, you know recent shows or recent movies that came out uh, but we appreciate you some, some hot button topics yeah and, yeah. and we, will, we will get better at this yeah absolutely <laughs> for real uh, be patient uh, bear with us we'll continue to get better and get, get everything right but I appreciate it deuces be sure to smash yeah. that subscribe button. <laughs> <laughs> like and subscribe. Oh, okay. Yeah.